0: hey everyone and welcome to the movement theories podcast and welcome back to episode two of this new season which is the drama school series season today (laughs) i am joined by lucy who is a master student at the royal central school of speech and drama you are doing acting for screen yes but you also went to the university of york Mm -hmm. and did theater writing directing and performance a
1: mouthful (laughs) yes
0: and whilst at york you're part of their drama society which i've heard is the biggest in europe
1: that's what they say. That's what they say. That's, that's what, what they, every job description That's what says. they like to throw out there, yeah. how true that is or not. Also, how, Europe, that's, yeah. how yeah. they measure that? I don't know, mm-hmm. but sure.
0: So we've got a lot to talk about in this episode. Uh, we hope you enjoy it. Make sure you like and subscribe if you're interested in this channel. My name is Josh Cambridge, and this is the Movement Theories podcast. Hello, Lucy.
1: Hello. How are you? I'm good, how are you?
0: I'm really good. I'd like to start with this question. Um, lots of people who have watched this before will have heard of it it's who inspires you
1: oh that's a good question
0: thank you it's why I ask it <laughs>
1: okay um <laughs> I'm a classic uh Phoebe waller huge fan she really inspires me I guess I think the way she writes produces acts does everything it's mm-hmm. I. Where
0: she produced that I might recognize
1: well um Fleabag She. I haven't it. watched it. I don't know if produced is the right word, but she created Created, she created
0: Oh, and Fleabag is what you, you did a dissertation. I did. On, let's see what my memory, how my memory serves me. Okay. On comedy. Yes. In Fleabag and like, would I lie to you or something? Oh, that's a game <laughs> show. Hold oh, on, no. That's a game show. Something's coming up. Hold on. That was, that was incorrect. <laughs> I
1: nice. May Destroy You, the consent-based drama yeah. by <laughs> M- uh, Michaela Cole.
0: Oh. Oh, okay. Otherwise,
1: so, owners, <laughs> would I lie to you?
0: What, what so, wait, so? What was it called? The second one.
1: I may destroy you. I made a. I may destroy you.
0: I may destroy you. Really? Oh, I, I swear it was something like "Would I'll I." Be oh yeah. <laughs> may I destroy you? All right. Well, you know what? I May destroy you. Yeah. So tell me more about Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Other things that she might have done. I'm not sure if I'm super familiar. Maybe I should be.
1: Okay. Um. I mean, she wrote and created Leadbag, Leadbag, and that yes. came from a fringe run. It was originally from, she was asked, I believe, to write a short story at like a scratch night event. Mm. And she wrote a 10 minute piece about, and it involved the, Obama wank moment from Fleabag, which became like quite a famous moment from the series. Obama wank. Yeah, her character. Okay. Famousl,y had a little wank to whilst watching the news and Obama doing a speech, and it was great. I've <laughs> never heard of this. You not heard of Obama I, wank? I need to educate myself. This <laughs> good is terrible. Men. Yeah, <laughs> it's good watching. Nice. Um, so that was yeah where it began, a little ten minute little story, not even necessarily a monologue or a performance, just a story, mm-hmm. and then got developed into a fringe show with her. Um, uh, a director friend called Vicky. I can't remember her name. Um, and then, yeah, they got. Um, t- they went to the Fringe. They were already established in their like scratch writing and stuff yeah. like that. So they got a good venue. And yeah, and then from there it was developed into a TV show. And yeah, it's good.
0: So Fleabag's a TV show. It is. Yes. Have I not watched this? I'll have to have a look at it. I'll have to search up. Yeah, yeah. two
1: seasons now. So the first okay, season nice. was successful, from, clearly. Yeah, the first season was from from the stage adaptation which was a one-woman show that she did yeah she sat on a stool and um like does all the voices of the other characters and like impersonates them Mm -hmm. very well jumps between and then um yeah the second season is like an extension of that and that's done with andrew scott and the hot priest
0: oh nice so did you watch it on the fringe
1: i didn't know i've not (laughs) this is bad i've not seen the stage version because i mean my dissertation was purely on the tv show Mm -hmm. adaptation so yeah 'Cause you've been I to the fringe a couple of times, haven't you? Yeah.
0: I thought you might have. I thought maybe like no, I can no, link no, no, the two things together.
1: A few I think it was um I don't know, it might have been like twenty twelve when she was there. So it yeah. was quite a while ago for the fringe.
0: So when you went to the University of York, you joined their society mm-hmm. and it was a society that takes you to these different different places, like yeah. the fringe, for example.
1: Yeah. So um in my first term at York I'd heard about drama sock. Mm-hmm. Um and Basically, they said it's like a great way, because obviously my course was theatre based, but the drama society, you didn't have to do theatre to be in it. So it was a great way to meet people from all different courses instead of just theatre, which was really good. And then in my third term, I auditioned for a new writing piece and I knew it was going up to the fringe. Really lucky, got into the ensemble and it was a great time. Um, It was a... Um it was originally a one-woman show again, and then it got developed into a main character with three ensemble people like multi-rolling. It was comedy, it was all about um it's like a coming-of-age story, all about like a sexuality, finding yourself, and like this journey that this girl goes on to like accept herself. And it's it was gorgeous. I had so much fun doing it, and that was great because it was like one of the first things that we got to rehearse in person mm-hmm. um after the pandemic. And yeah, the drama society um facilitated us going to the fringe um so they handled all the like venue booking um marketing all that kind of stuff we had to pay for our accommodation and travel up there but in my first year i did it the society did have a package or like um ways they could help you if you couldn't finance that yourself as well nice yeah but then the second time i got to go that wasn't in place just because of the cozy lives yeah. um so i was really lucky that i was able to use savings and things to go um, but yeah, I'm ha- being able to just pay for the accommodation as opposed to the venue and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff was incredible. And also going with a university society for me, there was almost less pressure because I hadn't invested like in the venue. I wasn't set to lose money. Yeah. Which yeah. is so bad. But you know what I mean? <laughs> but it's like, true. Yeah. We were there to like, yeah, make theater and um, make people laugh. and yeah, tell Have a, a good time. And it was. Yeah, it was really nice to see the fringe from that side of it which i think is quite rare like most Mm -hmm. people that go are so stressed all the time and flyering all the live long day just to get bums on seats Mm. um we were obviously still flyering and stuff like that but to be able to go and for the like for the theater was was
0: yeah that's awesome i haven't been to the fringe but i think it's it's on my to-do list um i just think it's i think it would just be amazing yeah it was Um, crazy
1: um the first year i went was 2021 so it's still coming out of Covid and stuff like that so it's like reduced capacity and stuff like that but um even then i've never seen a city so full of people yeah and you could literally um give someone a flyer and say come see my show and they come
0: which is you <laughs> Imagine know doing wow. that in london yeah maybe. yeah yeah like, you'd be ignore you. Yeah. yeah
1: people are there to be persuaded to come see shows and it's great <laughs> yeah
0: that is awesome i think I, I i would really like to at some point in my life um we do we live at the complete opposite end uh people might not be able to hear this is our camerawoman caitlin talking um you might be able to hear her you might not who knows we need to get (laughs) you a mic at some point in the future (laughs) that'd be awesome a little like kind of three-way conversation uh would be really nice so what made you actually no i have a different question okay i think that question will come later on okay uh the thing i wanted to ask was what's one of your favorite things that you've watched at the fringe
1: okay cool Oh, now. Okay. Now, yeah, I'm asking that right, right now. Okay, so I saw in my... So I, <laughs> I managed to go in second year. I went um, because I had friends going as well. Mm. So I went to support. Um, and um, I saw a comedian called Paul Curie or Curry. I believe it's Paul Curry. Let's Could be that. Paul Curie. He Can't won't quite he w- remember. He won't be watching this. Yeah, they're an amazing comedian and... Uh, physical, like almost it's clowning. Um, and they had the audience in the palm of their hand from the start. Um, yeah. At one point they handed out bread. Okay. And then <laughs> um, intense classical music comes on and they just shout bread fight. And everyone in the audience gets up and starts throwing bread at each wow. other. And it's like, yeah, yeah. I've never just got up and just gone along with what someone's told me to do like that before. But they had us like purely in the palm of their hands. and. It was so interesting to see what they could make us do. Mm-hmm. There was a bit where they were almost um, just sort of like going like this with their the hands and the audience was like responding, making noises to respond to it. So it yeah. started just like, like, little like, whoa kind of thing. And then it sort of built towards the point where he was going like, <laughs> and the whole audience was going along with it. And yeah, it, that was really live and like you could tell that was different every night and that they were having the best time as well and Mm -hmm. that was really good
0: how do you think he achieved that then that like captivation of an entire audience like that closely
1: i think there was mixes of storytelling more stand-up-y moments um a fairly intimate space it was quite a late slot as well in the evening
0: so people like chose to go there yeah like they went there for some like, people had some to. drinks
1: probably yeah it was like <laughs> 10 time. 11 they'd been in the bar kind mm. of rolled in to this um to this show and i think people um sort of knew what they were sort of getting into i mean i had no idea i'd been t- a, a friend had told me go see this you you will have a good time yeah but they didn't say anything else um, they said, sit on the front row. <laughs> and I was like, mm, fine, sure, cool, I can do that. Um, and I think there was something about the mixture of music, storytelling, uh, audience engagement, like making eye contact, everything being very open and raw. Like there was moments where they shared some really personal stories about their, um, uh, they came out to us as non-binary and their experiences with that and um, combining that with moments of pure hilarity and a bread fight. Yeah. It was like such a journey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And yeah, it was great. It was really fun to be part of. I think of. that's a really
0: good way of like telling um, really like intimate stories is having a nice kind of like mix so that, cause I think really. it can be quite a lot for an audience if yeah. it's so like, like purely, you know, yeah. full on, full on, full on. But then just like just sprinkling in a bread fight, for example, <laughs> in that can just like really make it. Yeah. A bit more chill
1: and i think with that it creates so much more of a um of like a journey that you yeah. go on as an audience member if everything's always 100 percent comedy or 100 percent drama you're sort of you sort of like get into one way of viewing and stuck in that whereas when one moment you're seeing a character go through something or a performer go through something really intense and then the next minute you're laughing about it and then you're like how am i laughing like this is yeah. like, humans do that we laugh at in situations when we shouldn't be laughing, and mm-hmm. when we get bad news, like we want to laugh, like it's a very human way of being. It's a try yeah. and try desperately to make things lighter. Mm-hmm. And I think, are yeah, when shows and performers can get that in, it feels so much re- like more real.
0: Yeah, something I've seen, and I think this came from something I must have studied because um, I don't know how else I would have. Comes from somewhere. <laughs> somewhere you know? Yeah, yeah. I read a book but once. It... <laughs> and... <laughs> um, it's just like making people laugh at moments that they shouldn't be laughing at, then makes them question the material they're watching more, mm-hmm. which then causes them to be more engaged. And if there's some sort of and I can't remember what it was from. It was something we must have done. Um just about like making the audience laugh at moments, which is like, no, ooh, completely. I really shouldn't shouldn't be laughing yeah. at that. But the way it's being told is funny. Yeah. And then you you really think about it more instead of just being like oh, nice. Yeah, that was that was good. We watched um recently. Have you seen? Oh, let me get my name right.
1: Seen a lot of things. Uh, it's <laughs> musical
0: theatre. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. So from the limited range of shows that I've watched, <laughs> oh, what was it? It was Tippity Tap Tap. Um. White shirt. Book of Mormon.
1: Um. <laughs> I've heard it's very funny. I've not yeah. seen it. <laughs> Tippity Tap.
0: <laughs> yeah. That, it brought it brought brought the name back. Um. So Book of Mormon is very controversial and like some of the some of the the ways that like some of the like the messages are like conveyed is like oh but you're laughing but so this is a really good example i think would you say i think it's a good example of laughing at something but then thinking oh that can't be right i should i shouldn't be laughing at that but one of the most like engaged i've been in a show so it clearly works it
1: makes you like sit and like question yourself, yeah, to go back to Fleabag. Yes. <laughs> um there's a moment in it where Fleabag oh my god, I'm gonna spoiler, it, spoiler alert.
0: Oh it's alright. Okay,
1: so Fleabag's mum um passed away due to cancer oh. and there's a moment where Fleabag and her sister are sat just chatting and Fleabag comes in and says, um, oh I just did like a flash a flash poo in prep. Okay. And then Claire's like, Oh did you wash your hands? She's like no and like wipes it. It's very funny, very like yeah toilet humour, like mm-hmm. childlike humour that it's so it's lovely and great and makes like that inner child is just like oh yeah. farts poop yay mm-hmm. <laughs> funny and then like literally within a minute claire says something like oh i haven't farted since mum died or something which you you know that's
0: not yeah but also claire, like how do you react that. to
1: that it's like all of a sudden oh yeah the mum's dead
0: yeah
1: oh god they're like yeah there's so much more going on here should i should i be laughing because that's clearly not healthy that's yeah clearly like some kind of repression of mm-hmm. this all oh, or this um, loss is like coming through your body, and that's mm. not healthy. Like, girl got fart. <laughs> like, yeah, that's not okay. And it's like all of a sudden, like, because you laugh, and then you're like, oh, mm. oh, is she okay? And it's yeah. like, oh, well,
0: yeah. I mean, obviously, there's the the very common thing that apparently girls don't fart, um, but I'm sure it's got nothing to do with that. I mean, I'm taught that all the time. Do we not fart? Apparently, Sorry. apparently, <laughs> it's a thing. It's a thing. Um, I, I mean, I don't think it's true personally.
1: I thought all humans fart. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's just, I just get it's one of those things that like people just say to you all the time. It's like we didn't fart. I was like, okay, sure, but it was you. Cause like, for example, being the only guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> being yeah, the only the time, guy right? sometimes in a dance class. Okay, yeah. Right. It means that you always get the blame for like bad smells put on you. Okay. And I'm like, <laughs> what do you mean? Like all the time. And it's th- it's so frustrating, <laughs> just being like, I don't know. Someone you clearly smile. someone clearly has farted, and everyone was like, well, it's Josh, isn't it? <laughs>
1: what why okay what it sounds like is that it is you and you're just trying no
0: no 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 no. no. because it can't sometimes like i'll be honest i'll be honest sometimes but like it can't always be me
1: yeah i can't always be me school students are all addicted to caffeine and we know what that does like i'm not wow i'm I'm clear
0: yeah it's um i'm quite tired (laughs) i am i am quite tired but some of that comes from my sleep schedule uh drama (laughs) school students i've seen as well uh all vape generally, yeah, 90 80 percent,
1: which is interesting,
0: yeah, yeah, because the, the research hasn't been done yet, really. No, into, into, so I guess we'll just see in like yeah. 20 30 years if you know the performance industry everyone just stops being able to sing I, or yeah. something, it which just is up. yeah, I don't, I, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know what's gonna happen, yeah. no one knows what's gonna in happen, like, but at the same our, time, it might yeah. be fine.
1: In one of our first weeks at Central, I remember going into one of the studios and um, an mt class had clearly just been in there yeah and they had this big like bit of paper on like pinned to the wall that they'd like clearly just been like writing on with like big pens mm. and it was all about like vocal health and it was all oh, nice. about like yep. we don't drink we like exercise we like drink lots of water and then like you know see them all out the next yeah, day yeah yeah I'm, yeah like... totally <laughs> sure
0: yeah i've 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 seen um or noticed that especially i think maybe dance um all kind of musical theater they love drinking. They absolutely love it. I've got a friend and I won't name drop who went 48 hours, didn't drink like liquids apart from alcohol.
1: Wow. Because
0: <laughs> they did like three night outs in a row. Okay. And then like, spent, and they did, didn't, they only drank alcohol uh-huh. for the entire weekend and didn't have any like water or juice. And I was like, oof. Oof. yeah. That's, you're in like that's your- The
1: only thing I think I can react to that is, oof. Yeah, <laughs> oof.
0: Like they're in, like, <laughs> they're in like, their second year, uh, which is a little bit mm. of information. Um, but i'm not <laughs> that that's like crazy i was like that's the circle wild. Has <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 um they're in group b no <laughs> um but it's like that's crazy to me i just I couldn't.
1: They're just like out living to like get some experiences to draw yeah. on when they're like yeah. when they have to play like a drunk character. So
0: yeah, when they're performing or when they're creating, you know, <laughs> then they know what these are getting. It's like a new yeah. form of method acting, isn't yeah, it?
1: Yeah, it's like that experience like lives in their body and they can call on that.
0: Yeah. And, you know, yeah. yeah. I do want to ask you again, uh, about university. Mm-hmm. Why you chose York, why you chose the course at York. Mm-hmm. Kind of the process leading up to to being there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it was um it was a the year uh 2019 to 2020 so I I was in my last year of sick form and I'd auditioned um for some drama schools uh not gone particularly well I'll be honest um and it got to um uh sort of February time and March and obviously COVID was really starting to take off yeah um everything was shutting down and I sort of remember thinking like I do want to go somewhere next year i i want to if i can go and start my um higher education a gap
0: year wasn't for you
1: yeah because i thought about it and then i was like um travel wouldn't really be an option with covid and um i would have loved to obviously earning and working would have been obviously really useful Hmm. um but at the time i was like on furlough pay so I was probably a little bit naive and a little bit like it's fine like I can it's all good um so I um applied late to York on a whim just being like let's go um I'd heard about the course because a family friend's son had done it and absolutely raved about it like said the best things to the point where my mum every time I'd ever talk about my career she'd be like Christian went to York, you know, you know <laughs> York, the university, mm. the university, Lucy, yeah, not yeah, drama school, no, university, university, according <laughs> to
0: parents, a bit more reliable, exactly,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah, and to the point where the amount she said it, I was like, oh, I don't want to do that, you keep telling me to do this thing, it makes me not want to do it, yeah. um, and then, so I'd heard about it through that but and it got to March, and I was like, I'll apply, um, there's still an interview process, so I was like, if I don't get in, if I get in, it'll be a sign, cool, I'll just see what happens um and it's also it's the only course in the country that does, that is that the theatre writing directing and performing yeah it's a whole mix yeah it's yeah. A bit of everything it's good um yeah and then so i had my interview on skype because of covid <laughs> yeah covid <Ooh. laughs> it was back in the time when they were sort of saying um uh, like I had a recall for a drama school and they were like we're gonna use zoom like we know you won't have used zoom before it's a new new software we're trying Mm. it out here we are (laughs) and look where zoom went after that um so yeah and that was on skype which was kind of nice because it meant I had like my personal statement there like I could look at it um and I really enjoyed the interview I think from going from um, drama school auditions where they don't know your name, they haven't read your personal statement. I don't know if they actually do. They might. They might. It doesn't feel like they have, but I've, I don't <laughs> I had a
0: friend who said that their document wasn't even viewed because like, right. they could see <laughs> on the online thing. Yeah,
1: you get a number, Ooh. you're in a room with like, hundreds of people yeah yeah, it's that vibe to doing an interview where someone had read my personal statement was asking me about my personal statement knew my name Mm, yeah (laughs) i was like "Whoa, (laughs) they know who i am yeah like and um yeah and then a couple weeks later i got the offer and i was it felt it felt right i remember because i remember when i applied i was like if i get the offer and it doesn't feel right then i'll take a gap year cool but when i got the offer it it felt like yeah this is where i want to i want to go and i'm Mm. so glad i did because yeah Definitely, nice.
0: and so then from there, you've done your course. Yes. you did the drama society. Yep. you did eighteen shows. I
1: tried to count that in my head on the way here. Yeah. actually, um, it was, it's gonna be. I think it would be about yeah fifty over fifteen society shows. And then when you include the, um, uh, not all acting obviously, mm-hmm. um, a mix of roles. And then when you include the shows and student films from the course, mm. it goes up. That's
0: quite more. a lot for a three-year course. It's like what six per year.
1: Yeah, it'd be sort of two or three a term, Yeah, which is, which is cool. And I remember getting there and being like, realistically, even as a working professional, I'm never going to be in this many shows, in this quick turnaround again, probably. Yeah. So like, let's go. That <laughs> means you're
0: always working on something, doesn't yeah, <laughs> it? Yeah, it was great. Which is, which is really good. You're at drama school now, yes. doing your master's. Yes. How different is your experience from, from university, from York, to the term and a half that you've currently had here
1: yeah there's definitely some crossovers um York set me up really well with theory stuff so when we're doing um practical things on my masters now and they'll mention a name or a book um about the theory I am I'm doing quite well at recognizing and being like oh yeah we did that in like second year or something like I've got some links to go back to which is really useful but um generally in York it would be we'd sort of read about the theory and then maybe try it out, but mostly it'd be reading and thinking about it. Whereas here it's so like, get up, do it, think about it afterwards, just do it and Mm -hmm. try it out, play around with it, get on your feet straight away. And yeah, I'd say, and um, yeah, the physical side of it is very different. Um, Also the contact hours um, at university, it was um, for my undergraduate, it was very rarely would we have something in the morning and in the afternoon. Oh, okay for the course, which is why we were able to do so much society stuff. Because we'd sort of have maybe like a lecture in the morning and then maybe a three hour seminar and then be able to fill the rest of your day with rehearsals for societies, Mm. committees for all these societies, all that kind of extra stuff. So you sort of got to do your course but also people could work, which I know is really difficult at drama school. Um, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm, I'm avoiding it as long as I can.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, I've got the most flexible job ever. So it's okay oh, that's great. Currently, but um, working, you could work, you could create your own stuff alongside mm. um, and try out um, who you, like things that you thought you might be interested in as well, which was nice. Whereas at drama school, I'm finding it so go, 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 go um you're on all the time always going and then maybe like i'll maybe be like oh maybe i want to try writing a scene um and then by the time i get home i'm like i'm tired yeah i don't want to write i I have
0: to to say i really agree with you because i mean the course i'm on is is very dance heavy which just means i'm just always dancing. Yeah. And I come back a like, I and don't the energy. it's like, really good. so lucky to be yeah doing 100%, 100%. it. Yeah, hundred percent, I percent. Like
1: I know, like i feel like how lucky I am to be here and be in the building and be around all these amazing people, and I just want to of that as possible of that as possible. Which mm-hmm. means that like there's just less time to do anything else, which is fine because like I'm yeah. here, especially on the masters, i a year for a year. So it gives me that kick up the butt. Is a master's only one year? My, yeah, you can do an oh. MFA in some, I think. My course is just a year.
0: That's I had it in my head that option. it was longer, but it makes sense that it's yeah. just a year.
1: Does, it gives me that, like, kick up the butt. Yeah. To be like, right, I'm here for a year. Let's, like, let's go. Like, yeah, really crack on for <laughs> yeah, one year. Yeah, let's get, like, I just, um, someone said to me at the start, they were like, just be a sponge. Just try and, like, Take in as much as you can, because it'll be over before you know it. And it already is in January. Yeah, which is crazy. You've done a term already. I know. You're on term
0: two, (laughs) nearly halfway through. I'm in denial. (laughs) Yeah, that's mad. I mean, I had a look at um, term dates for my course, and including holidays, I've done 20 weeks Mm -hmm. already. Because it was a really, really long first term, but including half terms and whatnot. Uh, The rest of my course, now if I remove holidays, it's another 20 weeks.
1: So you're halfway.
0: Technically, no, yes. you're halfway. Let's
1: talk about that. Yeah. How do you feel? <laughs> like- <laughs> wild, you know, it it's wild. crazy.
0: Um, yeah. Obviously, holidays was included last time and not next time. But the fact that I've got now two shorter terms, which yeah. means I am nearly am halfway and it's January.
1: Yeah, and I don't know about you, but for me, like the period just after Christmas always kind of like is a bit of a blah and kind of flies yeah. by. Before you know it, it's summer. And then yeah. it's like, what's it's done? Like what's going on? Yeah. yeah, I'm just trying to take in as, as much as much I can. As you can, um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'd say the main difference I found has just been like the intensity of mm-hmm. it of the course compared to like the experience. Because mm-hmm. obviously, I was still busy at York, but that was like I chose I chose how to make myself busy by doing societies and by working mm-hmm. and all these extra bits. Whereas here, you it just is busy. Yeah, <laughs> like the course is busy, but it's great.
0: What made you choose to do a master's, and what made you choose Central?
1: Cool. So, um, I I obviously auditioned to do acting before I went to York. So, I, for a while, I've known or have had drama school in my mind, um, and acting as something that I'd love to do. Um, when I auditioned in sick form, I was very, very, uh, timid, very like, oh, I'll just try and then you know see what happens. Like, yeah. I really hope I get in, but not really like, I didn't have the confidence to go and commit and. Show what I had to offer. I was just sort of turning up and hoping for the best because mm-hmm. I didn't really know what I was doing.
0: What type of sixth form did you go to?
1: Um, and it was an um, A level sixth form. Yeah, just an, like, like, yeah, like, same A-levels. as me then. Yeah.
0: Because yeah. it's the thing I find that lots of people who go to sixth forms like that, including myself, I felt the exact same way. I was a bit like, oh, I don't really know. Gonna, no one else was doing it. it. Um, yeah, exactly. But quite a few people go to these specialized like musical theater yeah. sixth forms and like they're trained at sixth form. To audition. to audition and so th- i would say that they probably have a, a greater chance purely because yeah. of confidence yeah that's the know? thing
1: i just had i'd never auditioned for anything yeah. before i didn't know what i was doing um and the teachers that did um i did a level theater but the teachers had never really never done that themselves they didn't know what to expect so as much as they were really useful they also didn't know so yeah. it was just that kind of thing um so i already had like drama school i'd built up of course built it up in my mind as the place to go Um, and I went into York thinking, um, oh, I don't know. Um, I want to try directing. I want to try writing. I want to throw myself into all these different things. And then if I find, you never know, I might. Mind, like I love writing or like I love lighting design or something like that so I was like I'll go in with an open mind and see what comes out of it but annoyingly it made me like acting more <laughs> so, <laughs>
0: not necessarily a bad thing though it's probably really good
1: I know I got to third year when we were like starting to think about um, the next year and I was like oh like yeah. here I go again <laughs> like, like I've just proven to myself that I do really want to act and um yeah, this felt like the best way I could try and do mm-hmm. that. Um, so yeah, I went, um, there was a few of us, um, from my course that were auditioning, which was nice. Um, cause we were all sort of in it together. Yeah. Um, and I sort of thought I'll just try, like, I'll go for it. And then, yeah, I was so happy when I got my offer cause I wasn't necessarily, yeah, sure. I don't think anyone was ever, ever expects to get an offer. But, um, when I did, I was like,
0: okay cool yeah
1: guess i'm doing this guess i need to work out how i'm gonna pay for this yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's something i haven't
0: thought about yet because i'm interested in doing a master's yeah uh probably something like movement direction Mm -hmm. something like that uh it's just you don't get the whole government grant thing but that's like three years away so i'm not like too worried now um what made you choose acting for screen because it's not necessarily stage, is it yeah
1: so i went for a few i went for a few straight acting courses and I think um, three acting for screen courses as well. Um, uh, I think I went in my second year, a, um, a friend of mine on the film course at York asked me to audition for his um, assessment film and I was like, okay never done a film before and then like all of a sudden there's a camera in your face and it's like right there and I was like (laughs) I'm used to a stage they're normally meters away like at the back of the room they don't normally see my eyeballs um and I was terrified like I remember like shaking like a leaf but then also thinking this is really cool like never before has anything I've done had to be so detailed and had that um opportunity to be so expressive but so um, like minute and detailed and nuanced as well. Yeah. And I remember thinking, okay, I'm terrified, but in a good way. Um, and yeah, I got really excited by that. And hated. I never watched it back. Um, hated that.
0: I think that's fair <laughs> enough. I swear, there's a bunch of famous actors out there who don't like watching I their own it. work back.
1: <laughs> and then it, they t- do a take, and then um, obviously yell cut, and then you see all the crew like huddled around the monitor rewatching this take that was like a close up of your face. Mm. <laughs> and I'm like, they're all staring. At my yeah. Face right now. I'm just stood there like trying to watch their reactions and then see if we're doing it again and it was terrifying but um I got I found it really exciting and also I think um when I think about the media I love it's tv and film like I go home every night and I go to bed watching a tv show or my way of turning off from the day is by sitting down and watching something and I just think it's so powerful that it can get like a TV show can get into the homes of so many people from all walks yeah. of life. And and when people are so relaxed as well, when people mm-hmm. are like relaxing and yeah. turning off at the end of the day. And I just, yeah, I think the impact and the stories you can tell on TV and film. I love theater, yeah. theater. I will never not love theater. And I always like, if I ever get cast in a theater thing, always <laughs> say yes, um, <laughs> not turning it down. For sure. Um, but I just, yeah, I love the opportunities that uh, film and TV have to just reach more people
0: yeah that's really interesting i guess because like it's every single day someone can be affected by a piece of work that you're doing on tv whereas theater seems quite like a privileged thing like you can you you go yeah access wise like you you only go every now and then Mm -hmm. uh, and it's usually like a special occasion Mm -hmm. or like it's it's always for some sort of reason yeah for me it's usually like a present yes you know
1: i was lucky growing up that my parents um, really enjoyed theatre so we would go we had a tradition of we'd go every New Year's Eve. Oh, nice. It's really nice. We meant we saw yeah. some random stuff because yeah, <laughs> random yeah. things on New Year's Eve. Like you never quite know what you're going to see. Um, and again, yeah, like as a present, like if it was my mum's birthday, we'd maybe go to a show. And I'm so glad I got that. Um, they, my parents kick themselves now because they're like, oh, it's our fault. You want <laughs> <act."> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's down to us. I'm like, yes, it is. <laughs> it's your fault. Yeah. Um, and I still love theatre. Like nothing comes close to it with the liveness and like the audience reacting in the moment and it being different every night. Um, but yeah, access wise, like TV can just like reach so many people from like any walk of life that like even on your phone nowadays and i find that very
0: cool (laughs) yeah um something i'm interested in so you're doing acting for screen yeah preparing you for doing work on screen now i'm hopefully yeah 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 (laughs) uh i'm someone who's doing a a stage course but i'm so interested in trying Mm -hmm. everything um oh yeah i mean i've been in like my friend's like short film and stuff And I don't know if I ever would do a course about acting for screen. But if I ever got the opportunity to, like, I would take it. From, like, what you've done so far, like, not spilling, like, spill your course's secrets, (laughs) but are there some certain things that they do make you do look at, make you look at more? For some, that you could, some advice or maybe you could give to someone who probably will never do a course about screen acting, but would love to just do it, like, learn Mm -hmm. on the job. Um, cause with theater, I pretty much just learned by doing shows and now I've come to drama school. Yeah. I'm actually like, oh, this is how it's meant to be done. Yeah. Um, so if you think about on the screen side, I'd love to be in, in TV stuff. Yeah. I have no idea what I'm doing though.
1: No, definitely. Um, I, it's really interesting cause I'd say like maybe like 60, 70% of what we train and what we do mm-hmm. in a day is not like in any way related to the screen. It's like oh, okay. acting and using your body, connecting to your breath, mm. all that kind of fun acting stuff. Um And then it's maybe like a smaller portion of the time is like putting it into the screen context. Um, the main one thing they said to us on like one of the first days we were there is um the main difference, be- a big huge difference between screen work and theater is that in the screen work, there's no audience. And I was like, Oh yeah, (laughs) like when you're doing a scene for um uh, a TV show or something, it's just you and that and your scene partner in the room. There's no one else there, and being like, oh yeah, like why have I never thought about that? Like (laughs) when you put it like that, that's so obvious. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So going from my theatre degree where it was be big, talk to people in the back, um, your whole body is on. Yeah, like over exaggerated. Yeah. To then suddenly be like, actually, it's just I'm just having a conversation with someone in a room. Like no one else can see this. I'm just chatting. Like. And bringing it back down and thinking, okay, like how would like the camera might be there, but it's not there. Like in in the scene, there isn't a camera and a crew and someone with a clapperboard and a boom above my head like that's not there. Yes. A big thing I found transitioning from the theatre side of things into screen was just having to really focus in on the circumstances and the fact that it's just just you guys there. Yeah. And just focusing on that and the situation and not having to think about an audience and being so aware of don't turn your back on the audience mm-hmm. project, and actually just trusting the process and trusting that the microphone will pick up your voice and the camera will catch what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You don't have to play. Obviously, don't like, you know, turn your head away from the camera, <laughs> that kind of stuff. But like being less aware of that side of it. And I found it quite freeing to just be able to be like, I'm just having a chat. Yeah. Yeah. I have chats all the time. I can do that. <laughs>
0: you might you might hate this a little bit now, but I'm a bit of a nerd and I'm okay. so obsessed with like technology because so, I don't know how interested you are in the things like the cameras and all, all of that. Do they have studios then? that that you do it in. Like how does that work? Also, do you know what cameras they use? I don't. Like,
1: I'm sorry. Or like they what, tell us.
0: what they look like or
1: it's big. <laughs> it's
0: big. Uh thanks. Uh, big lenses as well, I'm guessing.
1: Yeah, so we have um we have a camera class specifically yeah. which cool. has um the biggest camera that we use. I'm sorry. Is it
0: black magic? Oh, possible. That's very that like
1: feels like it rings a bell. Yeah. Um, and we're really lucky in that session because it's a four-hour session. Um, in a black box studio. Nice. It's actually um at like underground, so it's Ooh. pretty. It's pretty quiet. Um, yeah.
0: I think I've been in that studio. Studio A. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I so... think I might have. Is, is, is the black? Yes, I, I believe yeah. I have. When I unsuccessfully auditioned for all Central. I've like, been there. Don't <laughs> you worry.
1: Um, <laughs> and yeah, it's um so it can be completely um blocked out yeah. and then we're really lucky that we get a technician come and set up some lights for us so nice. when we're doing scenes or monologues for that class it's like very well and um, yeah you know you look a bit better and you feel a bit you're like oh okay yeah. i mean i'm not looking at the acting like the lighting's pretty nice and lighting wise
0: <laughs> again oh, i also interested in things like this is it like a three-point system do they have yes. like big box lights or yeah, like it's circles it's like squares squares <laughs> yeah like this but bigger, bigger?
1: um yeah probably smaller actually probably okay, just like um, but more powerful it's like an led I yeah think. i mean these are these are just for cheaper panel ones like i could of, find oh panel lights panel okay light. and then do they do like there's two three. on either
0: side and then one like maybe facing upwards that re- yeah there's normally down.
1: one sort of camera side um and then like sides as well okay but it changes because i'm um, the technician yes. plays around with depending
0: it. on like what look they want yeah sometimes they'll do one where they like have one at the ceiling and then that ceiling like mm-hmm. then bounces down yeah um I love backlighting as well. I think backlighting is so—it's mm. oh, just you know <laughs> oh, you can see I've set up this little blue light there. It shines behind you. Oh yeah. So um, this, the close-ups of you should be quite blue behind, a nice Gorgeous. little bit of color. This one just—that's nice. Yeah, Pre- yeah. preferably yeah. I'd have some like actual visible lights, but mm. this set is these are good. Yeah. I mean, no, I'm, I'm very happy with a set. I've got, I want, perfect. I want an actual set though. We did an episode. Um, You heard of the company Frantic Assembly? Yes. Yeah. So one of their practitioners, he's currently on tour with him in Metamorphosis. We did an episode with him oh, and it was at his house. It was like two hours away. Uh, Sort of transported <laughs> on my kit on the train. Um, The
1: things we do. Yeah, <laughs> I
0: know. Good episode. Mm-hmm. But he, we did it in his like lounge and he had this little perfect little set and, I just saw it and on, on the video as well. You should check, look at the episode just to see what it looks like. Mm-hmm. It is, it's amazing. It makes a huge difference. You know, it's just yeah. so bright and vibrant. Oh, cool. And I just felt like. Yeah. I know
1: it, when there's good lighting, you do feel a little bit like, oh. Okay.
0: Yeah, I know. It's really nice, isn't it? Yeah. It kind of wakes you up as well, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, especially if it's really like good. dark
1: outside now. But um, yes, yeah. yeah, so that's the most like studio-y setup we have. Nice. And that, that's in like a, a that set up that morning and then take taken down, so it's not always like that. But they put that up mm-hmm. for our for our camera exactly, yeah, yeah. Um, which is great. And then we do get the camera out in our acting sessions sometimes, but that's just we just get out and play around with it. Yeah, um, lighting <laughs> is the lighting um, that we have, and that's great. But for our, um, we had an assessed project last term, and we um, it ended in us writing and performing a monologue for a character that we developed. And It was really interesting to like go through that process. And yeah, when we came to finally filming those monologues, um, they got in um, a, a crew. So there was a full, there was a sound operator, oh, uh, nice. boom operator, all that kind of stuff. Like an a, um first AD, uh, it felt, it felt professional. Like I've not been on a professional set, but yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Um, and that was um, great because they set that up and um, with a backdrop for us and cool. lit that and um, they could change the color of the backdrop and stuff oh, like Oh, lovely. That. Yeah. Um, so that was, that felt Mm-hmm. i mean i don't know what i'm talking about but that, that felt <laughs> yeah that felt close <laughs> do
0: you know um about uh like coves like white coves no. so this one was, and it's something that i really want to do some sort of shooting one um the sidemen uh okay. use them all the time and it's basically like okay so for example if this room had one it would be floor to ceiling cur- like uh and it's like curved down like this whole like white canvas. Oh my God, and, like, you that's what they it. had. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. so was it like, did it cur- curve down mm. to the floor and, like, you, stood and you
1: stood on, on, it? on it. Yes. it? That would
0: have been a cove. And so it just means I that, that the entire, <laughs> uh, I'm glad that I'm able to impart <laughs> some knowledge. So it means that like when you're filming it, it looks like you're in just like a plain, pure, yes. whatever colour they choose. Yes. I think they're so cool. It was and I'd love to be in one. Yeah. Um. Because it's just it's like an infinity cove. Yeah, I think that's what it's called, in Infinity Cove. Okay, I should,
1: um, I should write this down. Yeah. Up. <laughs> no.
0: um, and I only know this because I, I, whenever I watch things, like I'm such a nerd, I'm always trying to find the behind the scenes. Um, mm-hmm. Really luckily, the, the Sidemen, one of their cameramen, do a, a behind the scenes channel. And I'm always there like, what cameras are they using? I don't know. I'm so interested in yeah. techie things. Purely because like I would like to work in all sorts of parts of the industry Completely. when I'm older. And I feel like if I am doing acting, and, and I'd quite like to... Um, It'd just be good for me to understand like what everyone's jobs are, and yeah. like I don't want to be one of those snooty people who's like, "Are you doing this correctly?" Yeah, and yeah. Like, but, just oh, know- that but just to know. But just like for my own peace of mind, yeah. I kind of know like what's going on. No, completely. I feel, like it's quite I feel settled in it, and yeah. you know. Yeah. And I also just love like techie things. Mm. You know how things are done. I'm not good at the techie
1: side. Oh, I, I appreciate, and love it, but yeah, because yeah. that was so cool, and we got to sit and watch everyone's monologues. Um, at the end of term, it was lovely. It was like it was like a little screening. We brought popcorn, and um they, as I said, they could obviously change the colour of the background for everyone. So it was really nice, like knowing that we'd all filmed it in the same place, but the background changed and it fit the colouring of people's costumes mm. and what they were wearing, and it, yeah, it was, yeah, it was gorgeous, like, yeah,
0: lush, nice. So it sounds like drama school, which I think that that's a, is, is fairly like. Obvious thing to say, but it's just a lot more practical than yeah. university. Yeah. Um. Although I would have thought that we'd have done a little bit more, you know, um, like in person, like mm-hmm. doing things. We
1: did, um, we did. Uh, when we moved into second and third year, we mm-hmm. moved towards assessed projects. So, um, nice. unless COVID, yeah, unless COVID. Oh yeah, so COVID was love. first year. Yeah.
0: So I think you told me off camera, um, uh, not told me, messaged, um, <laughs> about the fact that your entire first year was on Zoom. Yeah. But it was on Zoom in student accommodation. So you yes. weren't even at home. Like you were no. paying for accommodation <laughs> in York, but God. just on your computer. Yeah, which is crazy.
1: Yeah, it was really weird. Um yeah. we it was that time in 2020 where um, we'd had the first lockdown. We'd had to eat out to help out. Everyone was hopeful, that, you know, it would get better. So yeah. every, all the uni students moved into their uni accommodation, um, and cl- nothing was open. Like clubs weren't open and stuff like that. Not that because <laughs> why <are> you going <laughs> to you isn't it um yeah nothing was open yeah really um so we started with an in-person outdoor session okay so on the york university campus um where the theater department is there's so many geese okay like, geese okay. everywhere to the point where they tell you when you move onto the campus yeah. um if you get attacked by a goose Pick it up by the neck and swing. Wow! Like you're told. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm not sure I'd be brave enough to like reach for it. I feel like my my finger would get bitten. Yeah.
1: The reason that the Easter holidays used to be where it is, it's changed now, is because that was when um mating season was, and they didn't uh, want students. I see. Cup. So yeah. yeah, there's that's so funny everywhere. Yeah. Um, you just get used to them. Like I'm still a bit scared, but um. And on the first day, we hadn't met anyone from our course. They track us all out. We have these little um head. Pieces in so okay. we can listen to yeah. our lecturer like talking into a microphone in this field Whoa. <laughs> of goose poo.
0: Yeah. Waves. Um,
1: and we all stood in this circle, socially distanced, yeah. listening to this guy trying to make us do zip-zap boring. <laughs> <laughs> <Love> <laughs> in that. a field. My friend, um, who I didn't know at the time, turned up in socks and sliders because, you know, student and his yeah. socks covered in poo and it was lovely yeah so as much as um it was difficult obviously with covid um going to university i'm sure all courses struggle with it they did they did try yes they got us outside um uh, yeah so first term was like they tried um then obviously the second lockdowns happened so i was lucky that I, i moved home for second term um and got some money back on my accommodation and then um but yeah it's the whole walk around the space and you're in like a few meters of a uni room and <laughs> so you're just walking past your camera and then walking back mm-hmm. um we did a session where they were we spent like a long time pretending we were stuck in mud but you know in your uni room yeah um at one point they were like um we want someone to lead a warm up on zoom and no one put their hand up and i cannot handle an awkward silence on zoom I can't do it and my friends in the course they knew that so they just stood there knowing that I would break yeah. and love you hold did. I did so <laughs> I just slowly go right okay I will do one and I ended up leading um like a random sun salutation yoga okay, sequence nice. that i perhaps seen on youtube like yeah. the day before so it was fresh in my brain didn't know what the hell i was doing over at one point i was like unfold and so i was like squatted under my desk so i wasn't on camera and i just sat there thinking what am i doing yeah yeah, like yeah. i wasn't actually doing the movements so i was like hand up for a dog yeah. i wasn't actually doing them and i fully knew that no one else was doing them yeah <laughs> i was just making it look like i was um so yeah it was interesting but it meant that when we were back in person even with um the first performances they got doing like masks with like like see-through masks okay um that would like steal yeah, yeah 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 um they really did try and get us back in as quickly as possible we had like outdoor sessions in a TP because that was allowed um <laughs> uh that weren't part of our they weren't like compulsory they weren't part of the course but they put them on to try and get us to meet each other because mm. we didn't know anyone because we'd all we'd seen was zoom yeah it was really weird because you'd meet people and you'd sort of guess how tall they were and then you'd meet them and be like oh my god <laughs> yeah i had that because i did
0: a i did a summer program and uh i remember th- for some reason some of it we did something on zoom and so like we got to meet everyone who's going to take part in this program all on zoom and like there were some like yeah. activity days and so you just see all these like pictures and then when we went finally in person it was like oh that's really yeah. surprising yeah. you know because yeah, you it just was can't really tell surprising. like wow you're really tall you're I- tiny Yeah, really. And I don't know how
1: I got these assumptions of someone was like short and I'd meet them and they'd be like over six foot. I did not see that coming. Um, But it meant that, yeah, when we were back in person, even outdoors or with masks on, we were all so grateful to just be in the space. Mm -hmm. At one point, this is probably the lowest point, they gave us two meter long sticks. (laughs) we were stood in the space going...
0: Yeah, don't come can't, near, can't me. near me. It's like that exercise; where you have to like swing your arms round, make <laughs> yeah. sure you're not bumping into anyone. The distance sticks. Yeah,
1: yeah, that was a that was a good moment. But yeah, they really did get us in as as they could. So the reason we were um on Zoom so much in first year is because they were prioritising the second and third years whose assessments actually counted towards their degree, which actually makes complete sense. So totally. Yeah, I actually, as much as obviously Zoom was rough for anyone um doing lessons or any kind of education, um. Or work through an online format that's supposed to be in person mm-hmm. um you can honestly say they did a good job of trying their best and yeah it meant that when we were in person we really appreciated it and we did um yeah as I was saying we we did projects that were assessed as we moved into second and third year and in them we got to pick um what we wanted to be assessed on so we'd either the first one we did we got to write a play um a half an hour political piece uh, and that was great um, you could pick like whether you wanted to act, direct, produce, lighting, costume, sound, nice. dramaturgy, um, a role basically. Sometimes they doubled up, like say so you could be a small acting role and do like costume, something like that. So that was great. Yeah. Um, and the reason I think I say that it was more theory-based is because as much as we did that, um, the actual grade would be more weighted on the essay we wrote afterwards. Yeah. So we still did practical stuff but when it came to the actual um yeah final grading it was always more um mm. in the we've done this experimentation we've explored we've gone through a performance process now how do we link it back to the theory that we've done what yeah. have we learned what are we taking forwards that kind of thing which is really interesting but um yeah so more theory based from like an assessment point of view
0: but, okay cool yeah. nice thank you um i had another little little question that i thought of which is uh, a lot of people don't get into drama school first try and then they go ah and then keep trying year after year would you recommend then doing a university course because lots of people go no no, i'm not going to do university i'm just going to try again and in some cases it's like five years later they then get an offer and then go to drama school
1: i think it completely i think um yeah it completely depends on your circumstances and what you're looking for, I guess. I look back at who I was when I auditioned the first time and I'm so glad I went for the university experience because I think I just became so much more confident in not even like my abilities, but just who I was and that this was what I wanted to do and Mm. that I had explored and worked and tried things but still knew this is what I wanted to do. So I'm so glad for me I did that and I would recommend the university experience because it's obviously it's fun (laughs) and it's as I was saying earlier slightly less physically intense as a drama school so it completely depends what you're looking for like if you want if you know that you want to get into that um intense hardcore training as soon as possible and you know that's what you want to do then sure like work do what you need to do take the time to get in but if you actually think oh maybe Maybe there's something else I want to try, or like I'm not 100% sure, or I even just want to be more confident when I come to actually auditioning um, next time. Then, if you've got the capacity to go for it, I say go. So, I learned so much about myself overall, not just as a performer from just like societies and going away and moving away um, at 18 and stuff like that. Nice.
0: Cool. Looking ahead now.
1: Oh, God.
0: (laughs) Posts. Uh, masters. Uh, yes. Um, are there particular things that you'd like to do? Are there maybe particular shows, or what? What would you think in terms of like TV versus Bridgerton. film versus Bridgerton? Bridgerton. You know, what I could Get see you in Bridgerton. I, right, see.
1: My surname's Eddington.
0: Oh wow. <laughs>
1: there's been Bridgerton. There's been Sanderton. <laughs> I'm Eddington is next. Um, I love uh, I love comedy, and I yep. love. Um, romance.
0: <laughs> nice. Yeah,
1: I love anything that makes people laugh or has like some kind of escapism element, like some kind of storytelling that like draws you in, and like
0: mm. oh, even okay. if it's not Here romance,
1: but something that like sucks you in. Yeah, and um, yeah, so something like Bridgerton that's got that like kind of fantasy, like you know, it's not real, like you can just turn off your mind and just get absorbed in these silly little characters yep. having silly little fiction <laughs>
0: i've realized what i could see you in like i could really see you Do in share. this um have you watched the program ghosts no but i've oh i, could oh, I know really I, need see to. You. I really know yeah I need as to. like some like dead you know like well obviously <laughs> um dead like ride or something cool. like you were you know i don't know what the situation would be but maybe you were like getting married And like an ex-boyfriend came Mm. and like killed you and you just Mm -hmm. like a knife in your neck or something like that's your character. I know (laughs) know that's so gruesome, but you'd be floating (laughs) around, but like you'd, your thing would be the fact that you've got a knife in your neck. I will take that. Yeah, yeah
1: You know what I got on um, first week at Central? They we did a casting session where they were like, right, we're gonna talk about like your casting types, yeah, and, like, like where you fit, stuff like that. Um, and my um uh like course leader looks at me and goes, um, I think you'd be really good, at a young professional who's recently trained and is actually thinks they're like really good at what they're doing. Maybe with like um like a cancer therapist or something like that, but it's actually has no idea what they're doing. Is really naive and doesn't actually know what they're doing. But thinks they Damn. do. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> yeah that's that's like that's crazy she had a vision and yeah cool cool you have got to like live up to that now (laughs) i know i i just i want to make people laugh yeah well Um, ghosts there we go yeah i want to make people laugh and i want to make people um engaged and like into the story and not thinking about other stuff Mm because i think that's when stuff is it's most powerful it's like when you're like yeah you're in it and you're watching it um In an ideal world, I love book adaptations. I love reading a book and then seeing it on TV or in a film version. And I always read a book and thought, I could play that character, even if I could not. Um, So, yeah, in an absolute ideal world, I'd love to do a book adaptation and read the book and take it from page to Mm. screen. I think that'd be so interesting because you hear that, like you literally read their thoughts. It's easy. (laughs) They tell you what to (laughs) think.
0: Do you like Harry Potter? I do. If you could be any Harry Potter character, who would you be?
1: Okay, I put a a ginger wig on the other day and I look a lot like Ron Weasley. (laughs) Ron. I'll send you a picture. Yeah, Um, do. um, I mean, you know what? Probably Luna. She's just cool. Yeah. Just cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. She knows who she is. She knows Mm -hmm. what she likes, what she cares about. And if other people don't. With that, she's like, Cool, you do you, and mm-hmm. I respect
0: that. It's cool,
1: but she's yeah. just fun. Her
0: character is really interesting, I really like it.
1: Yeah, she's interesting, but I mean, Hermione's also, amazing. yeah, <laughs> obviously,
0: Hermione. You know, everyone loves Hermione. I, yeah. Someone
1: once told me that, that I was in the toilets at a restaurant, and um, you know, when you like, awkwardly come out of the yeah, at the same time as someone, and we're just like washing our hands, and this woman just looks at me in the mirror and goes, You look like Emma Watson. Bet you had her money. Bet you wish you had her money.
0: And I was like, yeah. Of course I do. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I was like, thanks. Also, (laughs) what a weird thing to say. Thanks
1: for reminding me. (laughs) I'm not Emma Watson. In crippling student (laughs) debts as well. But I was like, yeah, cool. Um, Yeah, I do love Harry Potter. Um, Yeah. And I it always brings back that nostalgia. If I hear the music, Mm. gone.
0: Well, it's the thing, like, the soundtracks for all of these, like, most popular shows are what make it so just, you know, Star Wars, for example. Like, I just hear that intro music and I'm just like oh I'm ready I'm ready to do like a binge watch a marathon Mm. all sorts or like Lord of the Rings if I hear some of like the music I'm just like that's it I'm gonna have to do a a marathon now like you can
1: read something like for me I always think about normal people and like reading that was such an experience anyway but then when you saw it on screen and they've it's the same story, but you see it and mm. there's music and this gorgeous soundtrack and all these characters have come to life. I just found it such like a visceral experience of, oh my God, like, yeah. yeah, it's so powerful. But yes, that's, I'd love it.
0: Yeah. You know what? I think lots of these um, kind of like things like Marvel, like, are like putting out loads of films. Mm-hmm. But I think the one thing that has just made them just not as special as films that i used to watch when i was a kid and that i now re-watch it's just i think because they've just been put out it's like we're trying to try and do a film every year or one, yeah. one every two years instead of these films that used to be worked on over like five six i think maybe the soundtrack might be what just takes away from it because it's yeah, like we've got, got like a year to produce this big film and they are great films yeah but lots of things okay. that i'm seeing recently um, and like Mandalorian did a really good job you might not know about Mandalorian Star Wars I will, I will not. Um, the soundtrack on that is really good but I feel like because so many like programs and series it's like because the demand is so yeah. great they're trying to put these out so quickly I don't know I'm just not getting that as like nostalgic yeah. feel when I hear the soundtracks again whereas mm-hmm. some of the old films I was just like wow just incredible. Yeah.
1: And then on the flip side of that, when you see something like Saltburn, <laughs> have you seen Saltburn?
0: I haven't seen Saltburn.
1: No, okay. But it's like, it's been in the works for like some time now. Okay. And then it's obviously like, there was some hype around it and now it's come out and like everything is so placed and meaningful and mm. purposeful. And you can tell like every shot is a script, like you could screenshot it and it's like a gorgeous painting. Yeah. Like everything is so purposeful and, may- and like fits the film so perfectly. And you can just tell that it's had that time to, develop and expand in all the best ways
0: Mm. i love that (laughs) i think i think that's the thing with film obviously it's really good to be able to get them out soon and quickly and people want them but when it's worked on over such like a long period like the first lord of the rings um because i am just that guy who spent two hours watching the behind the scenes making of each of the films Ah. so it's about six hours in total um but the first the first film that was like 15 months they spent um with yeah. with the cast just kind of going through it and like that's a it's a very long period obviously for one film um but it means that the process is just so like yeah i don't know just so much more but obviously you know the demand nowadays yeah. as an actor i guess you've got to be able to adapt and be like don't have much time to do this yeah, you know they've got so. this, these strict timings so we just got to get kind of crack on with it yeah. um and i guess you have to spend so much more time then. Uh, kind of developing your understanding of the character Mm -hmm. instead of it being like as part of the process, it's like you've got to do all that research beforehand. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm so interested in these things. What other shows are you interested in? Like Harry Potter, like I just mentioned. Oh, other other ones like that. I'm gonna want to see what characters should be.
1: Oh, I've got it's a real random mix. Like I am obsessed with normal people and Sally Rooney's books. Um, that come onto uh, the screen. Um, I recently absolutely loved daisy jones and the six that was a book that i read and then Mm -hmm. was adapted into a tv show and it was um they start it it's about a band okay and um they cast it um they started like the early stages of it and then covid happened and it meant that all the um, actors in the band could actually learn how to play the instruments and like they actually had time to become a band yeah that's like that's rude then when they filmed it they were like doing the stuff yeah and i was like wow we were
0: just talking about programs that you'd like to oh, to in, other things what? in the future a barbie question yeah
1: i loved barbie as i said saw it three times i yeah. dragged people to see it i took my mum which is very wholesome and i was really hoping to like you know bond with her over it because it's the whole like oh you haven't seen it have you
0: i've got but i'm going <laughs> to oh no i've seen that's bits about it, it. okay so so there's a mum
1: and daughter relationship and it's very very like mm. it's, just... Time, it's just gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah
0: i did see it at the uh critics awards um Critics' Choice Awards. Mm. Uh, I'm just Ken winning, and then seeing Ryan Gosling going, "Huh? Yeah. yeah, Why?" (laughs) Which, which is quite sweet actually, when you think about it. Because of like the whole point being, I believe, from my limited knowledge, uh, the whole point being like, why would that win the award? Um, Yeah. But anyway, it was
1: yeah. um, Loved it. Took my mum, and all she got from it was yeah. Ryan Gosling's not bad to look (laughs) at. And I was like, Mum, (laughs) that's the point great um yeah absolutely loved it um I'd love to be in something like that that's just fun yeah it has a message but fun and it like draws you in the soundtrack's great I listen to the album all the time oh this is so bad my alarm clock is currently the song at the start you know the when I wake up oh, <laughs> and I'm like yeah I'm a Barbie <laughs> and I, I never really had Barbies as a kid but like I, yeah I really got into the film um yeah I, if I was gonna be a Barbie I think I'd want to be the yeah the one that's like hey boys do you want a brisky beer <laughs> just, that was so cool. That line got me. I've yeah. been saying it to people ever since. I'm like, you want a broski bit?
0: <laughs> oh. That's all I do. My whole personality. Well, what would his
1: job be? Backflip. Yeah. Okay.
0: Because Because people months. love seeing people backflip, so then they'll just go, Hey Ken, backflip and that would just yeah, be backflip. me. <laughs> <laughs> which it's is like Which actually is something I have his a problem is with. Each, yeah. Is like when you're a like a kind of a male performer or whatever and you can do tricks, people just Forget about the fact that, like, you're trained in dance styles. They just want to see you do a flip. Do a People are like, oh, you're a dancer. Like, you're a gymnast. So they're like, oh, cool. Can you do a flip? It's like, yeah, it's like, do that. Like, why, what about do... I've the trained... other things? That I've, <laughs> I've, I've, I've trained in, you know, like, I'm trying to get good at dance. and yeah, okay, I'll back but, hey, again. It's just very, I, I guess they're just <laughs> impressive, aren't they? It gets a bit boring, though, once you've done them quite a lot. <laughs> um, But backflip, yeah. Ken, cool. My only connection to Barbie and, like, Ken is from Toy Story.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I never
0: had Barbies or anything as good. Mm-hmm. But I remember watching Toy Story. I quite like Toy mm-hmm. Story. And Barbie and Ken are both in that, I believe. Yeah. So I think that's kind of like how I mm-hmm. have that kind of basic understanding.
1: in love, friends.
0: Okay, nice. I've seen bits, but I've like, never got into it.
1: I think it was just... There's a channel on uh comedy central and it it's just always on yeah so like you know when you're like flicking through and there's not really anything you want to watch just just put friends Friends. and like i think it just became a thing like i never watched like sat down and like watched it in order i just have seen it all from having on in the background and like yeah i love it it's just yeah it's also like kind of older now so it's like slightly more removed and it's slightly like it's just funny <laughs> like yeah. the phones they have and it's like especially the earlier seasons the comedy in it is so good mm. like it's so they get to a point where they're so confident in their setup and the the characters they've established that they can play around yeah. with it and have so much fun and you can tell that they're having fun and i would love to be mm. in something like the
0: things that. with these slightly older programs is it must be quite sad now to kind of watch back like knowing that your favorite actor in it has like has died I like know, matthew, perry. matthew perry like that i i like, thankfully, most of the programs I'm into, generally speaking, nine recently oh. we, as well. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah yeah. God,
1: it hits. It does. Like especially, yeah. I was with my two of my friends, um, from York when we got the news about Matthew Perry, and we just sat and watched an episode of Friends, and we were oh. like, "What <laughs> Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um,
1: yeah, and then but I did find afterwards, like I, <laughs> I'm giving away some, of my life. Um, I go to bed at night listening to a podcast about Friends. Oh wow, because it, it like. I put it on the sleep timer. It's just relaxed, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like analyze an episode, and there's obviously so many episodes of Friends. Like they've they've got some some Uh, material to get through. They like analyze it, talk about how like it's some things that are like wouldn't be as right nowadays, Mm. which is really interesting to think about. Um, how yeah, it's I just it's nice and it's just relaxed and easy to go to sleep to, um, and yeah. Like In bed to friends and wake up to Barbie. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. <laughs> My life. Um, and I remember thinking, like, oh, I don't want to listen to the podcast I go to sleep, because it's really sad of Matthew Perry. But after like after a while, you can watch it and it's still Chandler. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. it's still like that role is still him. Like, I don't know. I just remember it I sort of forgot because I wasn't watching Matthew Perry, I was watching Chandler. And I think that's yeah, he was so good in that and his comedy is incredible mm-hmm. um, yeah yeah but well,
0: it seems like you like kind of comedy things a lot I do. that's I like, kind of what like, you like to be yeah, in yeah I'd love to yeah. Um
1: yeah I love laughing <laughs> I think it's great well, it's nice especially nowadays like I don't know things are scary sometimes yes especially when you work um like if you've got like a long day or whatever like going home and not always you don't always want to watch like an intense drama or something that's like high mm-hmm. stakes and you're on the edge of your seat yeah maybe sometimes you do cool but like for me a lot of the time i just want to watch something even though i've seen before like friends like there's a comfort in that like i know what's gonna happen i trust i know the characters mm-hmm. like yeah i know that i'm gonna have a good time and like it's lighthearted and fun yeah and yeah i want to i'd love to create that escape for other people as well
0: nice i really like that um i really like personally mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i wonder if you like it I but i really like just like action I yeah. love oh, yeah. action. Just like big fight scenes or like battles. Or recently I was watching this program which had, you know, like a, an ex-CIA a- agent in. Cool. And I was watching it going, I want to play a CIA agent. Yeah. Like CIA agent. Like, so I just want to model like MI6. No, or I like, that. I want to be a spy in a film. Because mm-hmm. I, I just think it's, really like cool. Yeah. Because they they go into the programme, they've got this plot armour already. The fact that they know they've got all these like skills under their belt. So you know that you're gonna be a bit of a badass. Um and I think some maybe the mixture of that with comedy could be like could be really good. There are some kind of I like like Brooklyn 99. I like like, police Mm. comedies. Yeah. Like so I do that sort great. of thing
1: with, um, with fantasy as well. Like, I watch mm. um, Game of Thrones and I'm like, I want to ride a dragon. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. like right.
0: if I was ever going to be me. in anything, if, I would love it. To be oh, like that. yeah. I just I'd think love. if I would love to play a badass character, I'd mm. love to get some like fight training. I love to shoot guns yeah. and, and be so immersed just, in the yeah. world as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's, yeah it's and be able so to magical. watch it, potentially watch it back or know that other people watch it and like get so engrossed with my character because. The one that I've just finished watching called Person of Interest. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'd watched part of it when I was younger and I rewatched all five seasons again. And I was just like, by the end of it, I didn't want it to stop. Like, and I got such like a connection with those characters. And so now, like, whenever I watch anything else and one of the characters pop up or the actors pop up in like a new in another show or something yeah you're always like oh it's it's them it's them them." and it makes me realize like wouldn't it be nice if that's like me if i've played a character Uh for like five seasons and like people will watch it and like have that connection with you like they know you as that character yeah and like they start to like you because of that character and then watch other things you're in because then they Mm start just like your face like they're familiar with and i just get so engrossed with it it's such a special like unique thing isn't mm-hmm. it like not many people yeah. will have that opportunity to I always have like, that meaning
1: when people say to me um they if anyone ever says to me like oh so you want to be famous then i'm like i just i want to i would love to have it where you know when you're watching something and someone mm. goes what's she been in
0: mm, yeah that's like that's yeah, my goal. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: That's all I want.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, for sure. You've
1: been in more than one thing.
0: <laughs> I know. For people to like look through your credits and be like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I love doing I do it. I'll see time. an actor and I'm like, what have they been in? Yeah, yeah. And then it I'll really see them, they've been in. It bugs me when
1: I can't think of what they've been yeah, in.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. When a face is um, like kind of recognizable and you're like, oh, I yeah, think yeah, it's also...
1: also so cool because they've clearly played it so differently that you can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Which, which shows that someone is a good actor. Something I love is seeing uh, like film actors and other famous people, but also. Seeing like that, they've done like theatre and musicals, yeah. but like they've also been like a badass in these films, and like it's just that they've got such a, a like a range of things that they can do. Like they're such um, I don't know what, what another word is. Yeah, um, I know what you mean. But they've like... got like such like a a whole host of things yeah. that they've done. Uh, and they can adapt and yeah like, yeah yeah, yeah
1: flexible and can just take on a role yeah there, there's a word
0: that's like, on the tip of my tongue which is like very frustrating like yeah edge. versatile yeah just like these versatile actors that do so much yeah um because it also like kind of shows you you mentioned earlier about like having that day where you got put into like you're all told by like your cast types um and saying like "Oh, you'd be good for this and this and this <laughs> but i just like to think that i'd be in a stage where I'm older where I'll just be good to do whatever, you know. Completely, like yeah. I'll just be able to to act whatever I liked. And a lot of the industry is like, Oh, you suit this role. Yes. Um, and,
1: and I think it's good to sort of know yeah. that, know how perhaps people might perceive what you suit, but then mm-hmm. also to push that boundary yeah. and say, Okay, if you're I'm really gonna do acting, the opposite, I'm gonna try yeah. the opposite. Because like, why not? That, yeah, that's acting go try something new and embody that and yeah it could be it could actually be Mm. great like i i know what you mean like as much as cool maybe i could be a young professional who thinks they're really good or blah yeah i also yeah would love to try the opposite of that and play like a badass because it's Mm. so fun yeah exactly
0: exactly. it's why i think people say that playing like the villain or evil characters is like the most fun that they have because it's like you just get to be something that you're really not yeah like not many people are actually like villains or mm-hmm. bad people, especially if you're acting, you're not actually going to be a villain. Is it just being able to be like evil and like yeah, a psychopath and all of that? I just think. Oh, yeah. and you
1: can tap into the fun of it. As yeah, well, well exactly. And, like, you can enjoy, enjoy, enjoy doing it. Yeah. whereas yeah. often if you're playing like the lead role that's carrying the, like the storyline, the plot, line, I do there's mm-hmm. less. It depends obviously completely, but there's less scope sometimes to be a little bit, more playful with it was when yeah yeah perhaps sometimes when you're the villain there's a bit more ways of yeah being a bit more playful and seeing what you can do and you can Mm -hmm. so tell when an actor is having fun with their role yeah it's the best thing to watch Mm -hmm. um i always think of andrew scott um in as moriarty in sherlock oh yes which sherlock um the benedict cumberbatch season
0: what was it that i watched oh no i watched the henry Uh that I think I watched that show. the movies yeah yes yeah Mm -hmm. nice
1: yeah you can just he's just so good and Mm -hmm. like everything he delivers is like he's just he's not thought it before or learned it as a line it's like fresh and it's coming in the moment and it just feels like playful and fun in -hmm. in, in, especially in that, and I just remember watching that being like I don't want to do that and I know that like my cast type isn't um perhaps like that sort of villainy person, because so I'm a bit like, ooh, you know, bumbly and everything. Yeah, but like I so want to try. Yeah, why not? Exactly. Like, why not? Um, yeah, give yeah. everything a go. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And yeah, if you can go to the extremes and then bring it, it's so
0: much more fun. Yeah. Got another question for you. Okay. Uh, and I've got an answer as well, but I like okay. the heels. Uh, why? Why acting? Yeah, that's all I can say. Why
1: acting? Um, I think when I look back at like. Um, when I like watched films like Harry, Potter and yeah, stuff as a kid, you know that feeling of just like pure, like you're engaged in it and you're yeah. you're on board with the story. And yeah, I just always was obsessed with that, and I was always trying to find that like reading, watching things. And I just really, I do want to create that for other people, which is perhaps a like selfish way of looking at it. I'm always thinking of the outcome of the mm. acting and how people, how it will, if other people but yeah I want to create cool stories yeah but also it's so scary like I do sometimes think god why acting like why am I doing this because it's hard and um yeah I am someone who like I I feel like I feel the rejections quite hard and like it's it does hit you and I know that this industry is tough and there's going to be a lot of that and sometimes I'm like oh god (laughs) like Mm. can I
0: did you um see that interview where the the lady said uh, yeah. don't do it?
1: Uh yeah, Phoebe Divina. Yeah, she um, when they said, "Oh, what advice would you have for a, a younger actor?" and she said, "Honestly, don't do it." Mm. I was like hey, Yeah, I res- honestly respect the honesty yeah. so much because it's it, 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 it makes yeah, and it makes me think like okay, I need yeah, we all got to be aware of that going into this. Um but as yeah we were talking earlier about how luck is such a big thing and it does oh yeah massive yeah it does it gives me a level of peace knowing that luck is such a big part of it and that someone out there could be doing everything right putting in all the work and just it'll work out for them mm-hmm. and it gives me a sense of release in that like i know i'm going to do my best and i know other people are going to be doing their best and if it works out great and if it doesn't we'll be fine yeah. like
0: but also like you could be 40 years old and then suddenly It works out for you because there are performers and actors out there who I don't know what you'd call them, late sprouters. I don't know what (laughs) (laughs) what the phrase would be. I just made that up. Late late boomers, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just like you—you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, and so why not just try?
1: Yeah, why be so hard on yourself? and torture yourself constantly when yeah, you never know what's going to happen. Like something could swing by any time. Equally, you could be so close to having your dream role and like it for the project fall through or mm. like something goes wrong yeah. it's completely out of your hands or they decide they want to go for someone younger something mm-hmm. like that yeah and you just can't control it yeah you there's just, only yeah.
0: so much you can do as a as a performer you know you you hone your craft yeah well actually okay let's let's like rethink this um there is that mindset of there's only so much you can do as a performer you know hone your craft and you Uh, you know make sure that you're you're really good at what you do and you're always kind of like trying to meet people and and socializing but the left of it is left up to fate but i think actually in the, the 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 age that we're in there probably is things people can do like to put them out out there more um i think an example being being on a podcast <laughs>
1: the example i was thinking was tiktok yeah um, and social media yeah.
0: like getting your 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 face out of there and i know it's not for everyone no like personally i don't like tiktok that much no. like y- yeah, you know because it's like... not it's not for me but mm-hmm. whereas doing something like this is for me but actually i think the the social media age we're in there's there is a little bit more on top of that that you can do to show off yeah. Your skills,
1: yeah. There's ways of putting yourself out there and making yourself more visible nowadays, um, which is great. Like, um, it's obviously not for everyone. Like, yeah. I've never particularly explored that, but I know that it's something that I might go mm-hmm. into. Like, I'm thinking about it. You never know. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, that's exciting, though.
0: There's different ways of approaching it as well, because some people's TikToks is like uh, lip syncing and they'll go along with trends, and yet I see some people. Um and they just some really like successful ones that do really well There's some and they're hugely just, like talented yeah. people. and like they'll actually just do like acting things like yeah, they'll yeah. make their own acting <laughs> I don't know but like know their own stories doing but it. and like like and and film it and and post them on to to TikTok yeah. and whatnot and some people will do like drama improv games stuff. and and do do stuff like that but it's like using all of it, their think, training yeah, in a social way. To
1: knowing who you are and knowing what you do and how you work best because if that's something that works for you great do it rinse rinse it like do it like the best you can if it's not then find what does work for you and do that like Mm you just gotta know yourself and trust that you are doing what you can with who you are and not see someone being successful on tiktok and think right i must do that like that's how that they're making it that's and and put yourself in that box because that's not
0: yeah obviously it is yeah. an option you know yeah. it is an option um and it it's not for everyone mm. i personally don't like well, i thought TikToks. the other
1: day i was like someone on someone went on love island and was then yeah. in a West End show i was like <laughs>
0: damn <laughs> damn, <laughs> damn. <laughs> I could do that yeah
1: but yeah there's loads of different ways into it um mm-hmm. but yeah i think it's just about like knowing what you bring
0: yeah and again it, it at the end of the day like it is luck there are things that you can do to make yourself more lucky. Yes. Or to put to yourself give...
1: in more luck- likely situations. Yes. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> um and I think like just just try everything, do everything, like yeah. and don't just be say open no to things. As well. yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like it's the fact that, you know, these working professionals that I've had on for pod this this podcast, which is the most irrelevant thing ever, <laughs> but like and they're a working professional and they've gone like, Yeah, why not? Yeah. You know? It doesn't benefit them at all. But why not? But why not? But why not? because and i think that's like the perfect yeah. attitude. It's bringing people for up it.
1: with you as well. Yeah. 100%. Um, and yeah, also just yeah, fostering that like new because there's so many great people out there like. I yeah, just i've obviously never been to a drama school until this year and just coming and being and i remember the first stage being like, damn. Mm. Everyone's good. Yeah, like, I, I Yeah, like, that's
0: the thing that's that, obvious, that i'm finding that my I classes.
1: that everyone was going to be really good. I yeah. was like I know.
0: <laughs> wow. It is obvious. It's really obvious. And, but I'm there and I'm like, wow, we're literally all keeping up at the same level. Like, this is, wow. Yeah. It's just, you know, I find it, yeah, but I think I think that's great. Um, I just have to remind myself sometimes, like, some people have been doing this longer than you. Some people have been doing this, yeah. like, uh, not as long. Like, there's, there's a whole range of people.
1: Everyone, yeah, everyone's different and everyone has a story that they yeah. bring to it as well, which is yeah. I love.
0: A story which I like sharing on this podcast. Yay. So if you're someone who's watched this and you've got this far, um, and you think you've got a story uh, or something that you'd like to share, send us a little DM. We we love getting little DMs. Um, not big DM. No, no, just a small <laughs> little, small little. I'll hang out the <laughs> podcast. Uh, are you interested in me? And um, and yeah, I think this is uh, quite nice. Yeah. Way to wrap up. Thank now. you so much. That's had a all right. I'm, I'm glad you had a great time. I, I always like to hear that when someone comes on no, and we take really three hours out of their life me. and they've and they've regrets. enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I do feel I I do generally I feel bad sometimes because I'm like I've just like captured you for like the last three hours and like, oh but I did I did feed <laughs> you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That doesn't happen to everyone, but <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say sorry. like is isn't always guaranteed I just happen to be making it um, so uh, so yeah uh, thank you uh, for, for those who are, who are still here um, there's this whole spiel about liking and subscribing if you want to do that then do that uh, that's completely up to you um, you can always unsubscribe later as well I, I hear people say that often um, <laughs> my name is Josh Cambridge this has been uh, the Movement Theories podcast uh, we hope you enjoyed goodbye bye